Welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 352nd time on this Friday, September 1st, 2023. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode, Flight of the Salad and Snake. There's a lot of things you could be condemned for on the internet. How you dress, how you speak, what music you listen to, and even, as it turns out, what you eat and where you eat it. TikTok is where this first world problem cropped up for the first time, and when you hear what it is, you'll understand why I call it a first world problem. When a woman named Alex brought Chipotle on a plane and filmed herself with the bag of food in her seat because, as everyone on the internet knows, you need proof, either video or photos, or it didn't happen. Because, let's be honest, unless you take a picture of your avocado toast and kombucha you had for brunch today, and then, of course, follow it up with a couple nom-nom hashtags, Facebook and Instagram are probably just going to assume you had nothing to eat. She said that she had this idea because she didn't want to pay $86.50 for an airport salad. And I hate to be this guy. Honestly, I do, but, well, actually... According to most sites on the internet, airport salads can cost anywhere from 10 to $20 on average, which I know is still expensive, but it was a lot cheaper than what you said. Her video caption says, quote, I'm sorry, but this plane is about to reek. And she also said that she knew someone was about to hate her for what she was doing and that she felt nervous about eating on the flight in the first place. Now, here's where we get to my two cents. I don't see any reason to be nervous about it, not any real one anyway, because ultimately you're probably never going to see this same group of people again, so why should you care what they think? Go ahead and have your salad and eat it too, and if they don't like it, oh well, whatever. This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a verse from the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. This verse speaks to the subject of prayer, and I want to focus on one particular part of this passage firstly. If we ask anything according to his will. God has a will for our lives. God has a plan for our lives. And one commentary on this verse says, If we ask anything according to his will means that is the proper and necessary limitation to all prayer. It has to be in accordance with his will because God hasn't promised to grant anything that should be away from his will for us. And it couldn't be right that he should do it. He makes no mistakes. We ought not to wish to receive anything that is contrary to his will and what he judges to be right for us as people, because he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what we need even before we ask for it. And let's take a look at that. God's will for our lives. We know that God's will is good. God's will is perfect. God's will is pleasing. God's will is eternally right. So what do we have to fear? We can pray and we can come boldly and expectantly towards the throne room of God. And even if some of our prayers aren't answered, even if the answer is no, we can expect that there is something greater on the horizon because God's will is always perfect and he has a better plan. 
And I think that prayer is a very special thing because we can communicate with the one true and holy sovereign triune God who created us and who planted us here on this earth for a special purpose. Why we shouldn't want to receive anything that's out of the will of God for our lives is because God knows best. God knows what he's doing. God knows his will for our lives because he made us and he can work everything out for our good. Let's trust in him today, friends, because he hears us and he makes a way. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is when the game is on. The first response to the hashtag when the game is on is I get the popcorn. Hey, me too. After all, you know, a ball game isn't a ball game without something to eat while you watch, right? The next response to the hashtag when the game is on is I make nachos. Oh, yes, another great idea. Oh, my goodness. Come on, popcorn and nachos? You can't beat that offer. The third response of the week is, when the game is on, I play along. You know, Papa was a master at this, especially if he and his best friend Wayne were watching the same game. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing to watch. After it was over, they'd talk on the phone about it, and it was like they had perfect recall. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And the last response to this week's hashtag when the game is on is, I go grocery shopping, because that's when the store isn't crowded. Hey, that's a smart strategy on your part there. Although for me, doing that depends on the game. It can go one of two ways. It can be a good one, or it can be a bad one. If it's a good one, I'll either go at halftime or after the game, but if it's not looking like it'll be much, that's when I'll go when it's on. If you're one to be afraid of snakes, you'll agree with the FedEx driver on this one. A delivery man went above and beyond for a homeowner in Nebraska recently when there was a rattlesnake outside his door while delivering a package. And most people would just drop the package and run, and I'm being completely honest here, I wouldn't judge them for it, but this guy, no way, he killed it. He went to the garage, got some tools, and took care of business. Taking a page out of Elvis's playbook on that one, TCB. The feat was pretty impressive, too, considering the type of snake it was. The largest in the U.S., the prairie rattlesnake. According to the National Park Service, these things can grow to be five feet long, and I don't know about you, but if I come face-to-face with a snake that's almost as long as I am tall, I'm leaving it alone. I'm not that brave. I'll call somebody and let them take care of it. After the snake was killed, the driver named Matt texted the homeowner, Christy, quote, I hope you didn't have a pet rattlesnake at your front door because I killed him. Sorry about the blood. And that, to me, is kind of funny because it's the largest snake in the U.S. I don't think you have to apologize. If you killed it, I'm pretty sure whatever happened, whatever you had to do, they're going to be grateful for it. As it turns out, the snake wasn't a pet, which I think we were probably already assuming at this point. Christie said that FedEx should nominate Matt for Employee of the Year for his act of bravery. My goodness, that's a high honor for just getting rid of a snake. What do you think? If you can, go ahead and let me know in the comments under this week's episode link on Facebook. (music) 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.